What a great pleasure it is to welcome the Telecom's CEO of the Year. That's it, Shamil. I've given you the title immediately, and congratulations. Shamil Jusup is the CEO at Vodacom. Shamil, firstly, how are you doing? It's really great to see you again, and uh, best wishes for the new year. Thank you, Akin, and to you too. Um, and, and, and thank you, and thank you to, uh, to my blog, Ben, uh, for, uh, for the award. Honestly, very, very humbling. Well, listen, uh, you, you certainly have been um, very deserving of this award. Uh, you've been in the business for a long time. You've seen so many things in, 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 your, in your line of business, and you've managed different networks across the globe. Uh, wh what does it mean to you to win this title of Telecom's CEO of the Year, Shamil? It's very, it's very humbling, and you know, and, and of course, I mean, it's um, it's a it's a nice reflection, uh, you know, on a, uh, what's it now, twenty nine years next month, uh, wow. at the end of uh, uh, this month. Uh, so you know, I you know, and also I think a very nice accolade for not just me, but for for, for the team, for the company, and for the team. That's amazing stuff. You say twenty nine years at Vodacom has it been? Yeah, 29 years with Vodacom, Vodacom, yeah. Wow, it's incredible. I mean, I remember sitting with you in a restaurant in Barcelona many years ago, before you even came back to Vodacom, and we were talking about uh, the European telecoms uh, challenges, and, and you were there for a while, then you came back here. Um, certainly very interesting times. Um, when you look back, what, what do you see as your most significant victories as Vodacom CEO in 2022? And, and I'm sure that... 2022 has been possibly one of the most challenging years in your career. It has in a number of respects. I mean, you know, the uh, Russia-Ukraine crisis is, um, is, was, was, of course, devastating in a number of ways. But I think the impacts of that and, and the impacts on global businesses across the continent has been huge. Uh, you know, in Egypt, in Ethiopia, uh, the you know, the, the resulting devaluations that came from it, the fuel price uh, increases across our markets, the power outages in, uh, in, uh, in South Africa. So, you know, it's, um, it's been a challenging year in, in a number of respects. But I get to your point, I mean, what was the highlights? What was the positives? For me, the biggest one was, um, was Spectrum um, in 2022. And, um, you know, it is something that I worked on for for close to 10 years as CEO, uh, as group CEO, and of course before I, I, I went to Spain as well. Um, so for, for me, it was a culmination of a lot of hard work and a lot of discussions with government and so on. So I saw it a, a bit of, of a personal uh, accolade as well because it took a lot of, uh, it took a lot of um, uh, hard work over the years uh, and, and discussions. Uh, so for me, that was um, for the industry, for Vodacom, I think 17 years without Spectrum and, and it finally happening was a yeah. pivotal moment of our industry. So I think that was definitely one of the highlights. Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, and every time we, we were on stage at the My Broadband Conference and the subject of, of Spectrum came up, I could see the stress on your face. And I'm sure that many of those gray hairs on your head are as a result of, of, of the Spectrum fight all these years, right? Undoubtedly. So, I mean, it was, uh, it, it, it was one of the most challenging parts, you know. So I think, I yeah. think uh, industry and I is the tools 
um, you know, to, to take it forward. Of course, we've still got the switch off dates and so on that need to happen, but, yes. but at least we positive trajectory. And I think, um, you know, I, I think once you've given the industry the tools, they can then get on with it and, and you know, you'll see more 5G rollout, you'll see that the technologies, the capacity and so on getting a lot better. Yeah. And no, listen, to be frank can, with it, you can see it. Yeah, and that, that for me is a pivotal part of what we need to do in South Africa, to be honest, is provide people yeah. with the tools and the opportunities, then things will happen. And uh, the same with power, right? There's a way to yes. solve it. You know, uh, yeah. Like, like IPVs is an example. So, you know, um, so, 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 so I think that, that that's an important moment. Uh, I think Egypt um, coming into the group, fantastic market. Uh, you know, basically coming into the group as a total part of us. So from the uh, 8th of December, we're now consolidating uh, Egypt into uh, into into our business as officially part of Vodacom. Um, you know, 45 million customers, uh, very good margins. 80% uh, of the country's out banks, a huge opportunity for financial services. Yes. Um, and also, um, and, and it's really a, uh, also our biggest, uh, was almost a 44 billion rand transaction, so the biggest our history. Uh, yes. But, you know, formational in that it, it takes us from Cape to Cairo on the one side, and now we have 520 million people across our footprint that we can offer our services to. But also yeah. uh, uh, pivotal from the, from, from the perspective of uh, the growth. Uh, it's, um, it's now the biggest, the second biggest at any time economy uh, in, uh, in Africa. So, you know, I think uh, a huge, uh, a, you know, a huge part uh, of um, our, our growth going forward will come from that. Yeah, no, it's certainly so exciting, hey, Shamil. I mean, what, a, what an amazing economy. I mean, you look back, the last few years have been growing at 5.5%. And as you correctly say, um, you know, bordering on the second or the, the biggest economy in Africa, they're actually bigger than us at the moment, which is quite extraordinary. And you just look at, you look at where Egypt has come from a few years ago. We, we shouldn't forget that. So when you look at that, I'm sure it gives us quite a bit of encouragement as a country in South Africa that we can get things right. But of course, load shedding has been a major challenge last year. Um, and I know that you're also the chairman of the Association of uh, Communications and Technology. And I bet you as, as CEO of one of the, the leading telecoms uh, providers in the world, uh, you've certainly faced challenges that no other provider has faced globally. I mean, load shedding has been a major challenge for you. How, how did you and your team handle this? Uh, so, I mean, look, it's been nothing short of a, a disaster um, from the perspective that for, for the industry in totality and, and of course, for Vodacom, um, industry, you know, you've got over 20,000 sites, uh, you know, that, that effectively are being launched at So the way, the way I explained it is, think about the problems that you're having at your home. Right, uh, with power at the moment and the outages and, and the disruption that it causes, then times that by twenty thousand, or in our case by uh, you know fifteen thousand sites, uh, you know, uh, and so you have fifteen thousand times you've got the same issues. Um, so you need batteries, you need generators, you need you know all of these type of things. The difference is that at home uh, it rarely gets stolen. Uh, depending on you know uh, if you've got, if you, if you're able to put in your into into your uh, 
you know, the batteries into your garage or whatever it does. Whereas, um, whereas in our case, you know, you have a lot of theft in the batteries as well. So it's caused, it's caused mayhem, but what we did is, you know, uh, our style is quickly ready uh, Customers, to be frank with you, uh, don't, don't necessarily get that, uh, that's, that uh, 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 cell phone networks and networks in, and, and, uh, and telco networks work on, on power. Right, so what they do is they go to their phones when the power goes off. So we do see a spike in utilization, but it only mm. so it lasts for as long as the um, as the power lasts. So you've got to do two things: you've got to provide capacity, and you've got to provide battery. And and um, you know it's it's resulted in us having to spend over two billion in the last two years on batteries. Two, two billion. billion rand. Wow, on batteries, right, and then. Annually now, it's costing us th this year load shedding in operational costs besides the two billion, uh, just on fuel and, uh, and, and and running and armor generators and so on. It's costing us basically an additional three hundred billion. So it's you know it's um, that it, it it messes up your growth completely, you know. So 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 um, it, yeah. So but we have to we have to make sure that our customers have service. And, um, and we've done that, and, and therefore we have better availability than any other network in the country from that perspective. But it's not come with a lot of hard work. As industry, we're also trying to see um, how can we work together more. Um, and we've asked for sp special dispensations to be given to us to work together so that we can sort some of the power issues out. And that, because uh, in the end, it's, it's can we keep our customers connected? Uh, as an industry, and I think that's what we we're trying to make sure that that we can do: share more of the generators, share more uh, mm. of the batteries, and you know, uh, look at different renewable options together. So, so we have asked for special dispensation. Okay. Well, listen. I hope you get it because I mean, aside from your business and the profitability of your business, it's a critical part of the economy. You know, and you look at the some of the costs to the economy that it's costing us something like a billion rand a day uh, in lost revenues. And, you know, when people can't communicate and they don't have access to uh, 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 the Internet, you know, you can't do business, you can't work. I mean, it's such a critical part of our day-to-day -day lives. So uh, well done on, on, on kind of surviving in the way that you have, um, despite the fact that it's costing your business uh, so much money to, to stay, you know, stay ahead of the game. And I guess that uh, also customers need to be a little bit more understanding um, that when these things happen, when there's load shedding so frequently, I guess if it's two or three hours a day in total, it's a different story versus it being, you know, every four hours and different areas being impacted all the time. Uh, it's really impacting all of us in, in a negative way. But coming back to what we were talking about, the spectrum, Shamil, um, 2022 was what a, what a year for, 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 what a win, right? I mean, let's take the the, the load shedding aside, but the Spectrum was a, a fantastic win for the telecoms industry. The auction of this this high-value Spectrum happened, um, and it's ben benefited your Vodacom customers immensely, and I guess it will continue to do so moving forward. Have you used up everything, the, the, the total, the full amount of the Spectrum? What are you planning to do with the Spectrum going forward? I know you've already uh, opened up quite a bit of the bandwidth, but... What are you going to do now, this year, with that spectrum? 
So we, we're utilizing it all the time. Um, and, um, and effectively, what we're doing now is it, it leads to more effective rollout. So, so you can you can basically do 4G and 5G using the 2.6 spectrum simultaneously on the site uh, because the new radios can do it. And then you can allocate resources to 4G and cut. And then as 5G picks up, you can cut more resources across. So, so it, it allows you to increase your your 5G footprint, but also to improve the uh, the service, the speed. And network quality on 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 4G as well, so that's going to be that's a major focus area for us over the next couple of years. Is um, is is making sure a that we grow the the 5G footprint, uh, but also making sure that we continue to enhance uh, the current 4G uh, networks with capacity and so on. Specifically because of course your device ecosystem is more uh, inclined towards 4G still. And then, of course, what we're also trying to do is to get more people off 2G and 3G uh, into um, into the um, 4G networks, uh, so that you know it can be more efficient in terms of uh, of uh, data, but also a better customer experience uh, in, in mm. 4G. So, a big, a big part of the plan, uh, and you're seeing it coming through in our quarterly numbers, is is really uh, the focus on growing. The number of smart devices on our network, and we've come up with some innovative ways of how we want to increase the number of uh, of smart devices in our networks. Okay, that's great. And Shamil, are you finding, for example, that the average user is using more data now that you've got more spectrum allocated, um, and you know you've got a bit of breathing space? Are, are customers using more data compared to, say, the previous yeah. year? Definitely. I mean, we've seen a 39% increase in the last quarter on data. So utilization oh. is going up. Uh, average utilization is sitting at about four gigs per customer. Uh, so it's picking up, uh, you know, it's picking up uh, quite nicely in terms of uh, in terms of utilization. But remember, you have to you have to be able to keep the network. You have to put the capacity in and so on. And that's why the batteries is a is an issue because you're diverting money that you would have spent in growing the footprint into um, into uh, into this um, and yes. uh, but we, we you know we're spending over 11 billion a year uh, in south africa so we're growing that that footprint all the time okay and shamil i mean you've you've had an an incredible success as a ceo at a tenure at at vodacom it's not just the last three years, you know, you, this has been your vision for many years and you've been building up to this for a long time, as long as I've known you. Looking at your, your successful 2022, despite the difficult trading conditions, um, 2023 looks tough uh, as your capacity as Vodacom CEO. What are, what are your goals for 2023 as Vodacom CEO? Well, I think it's a, it's a couple of fold. And let me start off first with our purpose goals. I think one... Uh, um, and which is most important for us. First and foremost, it's to increase our our coverage. So we've come up with innovative ways of how we can increase rural coverage in every country that we operate. Um, and so that will be implemented this year. So that's a big project for us. Uh, and it's done in, we bring your partners to help us with it. Um, and we're doing the same in fiber. Uh, so we'll be partnering with CIBH going into Africa and building our fiber networks in, in all the markets that we're operating. Um, and because we, we exist to connect people. 
Mm. Also, the trials that we're doing at AST, uh, where we're beaming satellite down from space, I think is uh, also beaming uh, 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 beaming signal down from space uh, is going to be really, really important uh, uh, for us. So it's 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 delivering on that that part of it. Uh, secondly, it's the uh, you know using um, making sure that our purpose part of the different work that we do in each of the countries from a purpose perspective um, in you know the schools that we build the uh, the and, and the difference that we're making in education all the way from building schools in countries to desks uh, to the teacher training centers that we have in South Africa that's a big focus area for us. Um, and of course, now with the social obligations coming in, connecting more of those schools, I think uh, I think is critical uh, uh, for for us going forward. Then, of course, That's... driving um, yeah, and then our, our technology platforms for good. So you know, our uh, so for example, during COVID, our our platform was used for. Uh, I don't think most people know this, but the entire COVID was managed to our platform. Uh, you know, from from a uh, end-to-end perspective, um, the uh, the uh, that was the mezzanine platform that was used by government, um, and uh, this is a a, a a company we own out of Cape Town that builds these platforms. Now we're going to be using that platform for malaria going forward. So you know, those type of initiatives. But the same company also has farming platforms. So today we have one and a half million farmers of what we call connected farmers. Food security mm-hmm. is a big issue. Uh, going forward. So what we're trying to do is to increase the, the yield of crop um, and, uh, and and also subsistence farming and so on. So um, and we have a big uh, part of the one and a half million, almost 50% of the female farm. So, so effectively what we're doing is driving that to all our countries um, and we do precision farming for big farms. So we have six and a half thousand commercial farms. Uh, and then we do for small farmers. We do we help them take out the middlemen, get fertilizer subsidies, get access to finance, uh, and the equipment they need, and improve the yield of the crop. And use satellite imaging, all kinds of things to this platform. Um, maybe may, maybe something for you to to come and have a look at. I've given you uh, no. uh, that you can you can uh, uh, you can see. And then then of course growing our IoT next platform. And given the context of power, we can save 20 to 30 percent of power using some of our solutions. We're using it on our sites at the moment. Um, so growing that footprint, helping with the different uh, parts, I think it's going to be be be, be, uh, be really key. And then of course, financial inclusion, driving financial inclusion. For us, we now have 72 million customers buying a financial service product for us. Um, we now move a billion dollars a day, so 366 billion dollars a month through our web based and voter pay platforms uh, across the continent and uh, it's become you know so so it's a it's a big big part of uh, of what we do now and we want to grow we want to grow that in each country um, and then of course from a priority perspective in Ethiopia which we've launched recently um, growing that footprint uh, is also very very important in, uh, integrating Egypt in the group and then, of course, delivering on our growth, you know, we bought Spectrum in multiple countries. Uh, and, uh, and now we need to roll out uh, the networks and so on um, in our different countries. So those are just uh, some of the priorities. And then, of course, the, you know, it's going to be dealing, I think it's going to be a power year 
is you know what yes. I'm saying to our staff. Uh, power here from the perspective that it's going to be about you know uh, how you manage the power, how you keep your customers up. I I, I think that's going to that's going to be uh, our number one priority in South Africa uh, this year. Wow, uh, Shamil, that's uh, quite a lot you got on your plate. And I'll take you up on the the farming story. I mean, that's uh, for me is quite extraordinary how technology is making such a difference across every single platform. I mean, who would have thought so many years ago you and I would be talking about uh, you making a difference in food security globally as as a as a telecom CEO? And for me, that extraordinary number one billion dollars a day you're moving through mobile mobile money transactions. Uh, across your network, and that's uh, quite an extraordinary number. But as a as CEO of one of the biggest companies in the country, and I know you engage with government quite a bit, you remain do you remain optimistic with all the challenges that we've got? Will will we find eventually, and and will load shedding be a thing of the past, as some of the ministers are saying? Uh, we do have many challenges in this country, but you do remain optimistic. Yeah, I, I, you know, uh, always optimistic and passionate about South Africa, uh, but, I, but and uh, but I think the, the reality is that we have to take some firm decisions, you know, um, and, uh, and and part of it, I mean, we're trying to help with with Eskom as an example. By we have a pilot that we're busy with, uh, where where effectively it the, the idea is that it could become an reference for for all the other uh, telcos. The other telcos uh, have already agreed to come on if, if it works. Essentially, what it is is that we sign up with the IPPs, we can sign 15-year deals and so on, we can contribute the power to the grid, um, and then other corporates can do the same, uh, but it then gets wheeled to the sites, um, or, or it won't sort of a load-sharing issue, but it will help us to go to green, but also alleviate some of the pressures on ESCOM, which will then improve load sharing, which will then improve our availability at sites. Um, uh, because we have 15,000 sites, self-generation is more difficult, uh, which we are doing, and we're trying to wind power, solar, all of these type of things. Um, but, you know, if we, we can, if we need to, like, accelerate uh, the IPPs, uh, either directly into ESCOM or through this mechanism, and give ESCOM a chance to fix itself. Um, but we, we need to fix the South Africa part first, and that, that would be my, my, my part. I think if we license the IPPs uh, or get ESCOM to, 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 if we don't want to go that route, but at least that we can, we can um, make it faster and quicker for ESCOM to, to sign up these IPPs, alleviate the pressure, and then, you know, because remember, uh, it's more uh, also with coal being stolen, all of these type of things, uh, the renewables give you a... Uh, they, they're not as, um, you, you, don't, you don't have to truck the renewables, let me put it that mm, way. Mm, so you can help mm. save, you know, to save on some of the issues. And I think that will alleviate the pressure and then it gives us a chance, uh, it gives ESCOM a chance to fix itself. I think the power needs will always be there. Um, and uh, I, uh, so I'm encouraged, but I think government has to be firm on, on, on making it happen. Okay. Or allowing... Okay. Or allowing us, like they did with Spectrum, allowing us to make it happen. Yeah. In other words, for you to generate your own power to supply 
um, you know, your base stations and, and uh, you know, wherever else you need power. And I think that uh, you do that very well as a business. Um, and if you are given that, you know, authority to do so, I think you could make a big difference, take a lot of pressure off Eskom. Uh, we've spoken about your business. We've spoken about uh, all the aspects of the growth of your business. But, of course, at the end of the day, your customers are the most important part of your business. Uh, what, what should customers uh, expect from Vodacom as a company this year? I imagine the, 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 the first thing that they would say is, you know, keep the price of data coming down and cheaper headsets, handsets. But that's, of course, not always the real thing. An interesting observation, um, while I'm asking you this question, I was just in the U.S. recently uh, for the Consumer Electronics Show, and I, I noticed that uh, the SIM card is history, you know, everything is now eSIM, and I'm sure that we're approaching that uh, that way uh, with with regards to mobile devices in the future. So, what are you what are your customers going to expect from Vodacom this year? Yeah, I think uh, I think a few a uh, few things. First and first and foremost, I would say that we try that we try uh, keep the networks up uh, and uh, and and continue to improve the network availability. Um, I, I would also say to, to customers to be patient with the telcos. We're doing everything possible to, uh, to, to improve the service, but it is a very challenging environment. Uh, so, so, so that's the first part. I, the second thing I would say is that, you know, more you'd see better uh, capacity, more 5G coverage. Uh, what we're trying to push for, and, and hopefully we can complete it this year, is more rural coverage. Uh, so that you know we're connecting the unconnected. Um, I think uh, more from a purpose perspective, uh, uh, expanding our our capabilities in in our uh, super app with cash in cash out, uh, and uh, and also more use cases and so on coming into um, uh, into the marketplaces and so on. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think uh, so. So so those are some of the things, and I think. Also, more innovative products. I mean, we will try and make um, devices uh, uh, cheaper, um, exchange rate permitting, but also create different payment options for customers so that we can put more 4G devices into uh, into uh, into uh, into people's hands, and then and then fundamentally um, in improving customer service as well. So that's a big focus area for us. We we want to make sure that we stand out more. Uh, from a customer experience perspective. Fantastic. And, 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 and eSIM, what's your roadmap on eSIM in South Africa? I know that you have it already on your network. Um, is there a chance that eSIM might be coming as a prepaid option for, for data customers, for example? Uh, is there, what, what's your strategy with eSIM? Yeah, so we'll have the full eSIM available. Um, there'll be uh, some that are launching in the coming weeks. Uh, and, um, and and then increased functionality over the next couple of months. So, uh, but it will be there. We will have ESIM, uh, and, and customers will be able to 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 see to use ESIM as well. Fantastic, Shamil. It's so good to chat to you again. Always good to catch up with you. I always love asking you this question: What are you currently using? What device are you currently using? I I, I bet you're probably using the the latest iPhone and a Galaxy S twenty three, the newly launched device. What are you using at the moment? I still haven't changed, to be honest with you. Uh, I still need to change to the new iPhone and the new. Uh, I normally carry the latest iPhone and the latest uh, Android. Uh, 
but I honestly just haven't had the time to move everything across. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> let me let me just ask this question: Is the 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 CEO of Vodacom using an iPhone 13 and a Samsung Galaxy S22? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, yeah. I still need <laughs> oh, wow. to. I need to move it. Uh, I think it's here in the box. I'm just gonna you know get the guys to give them a chance to come and do it. <laughs> well, listen, that just goes to show how busy you are. But well done again on winning this award as the telecoms, telecoms CEO of the year, Mr. Shamil Jusup, CEO of Vodacom. It's always good to catch up with you, Shamil. And thank you for your time. And congratulations once again. And well done on running a superb operation at Vodacom. Thank you, Aki. Thank you very much. All the best.